Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers have been up to and what we're looking forward to this coming football Sunday weekend. Uh, this season, we give thanks, props, and big ups to our studio sponsor, Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, zero calories, maximum Pepsi taste. Stay tuned for our mid-episode Pepsi, Pepsi Max Award, championing grape taste. It is week five, everybody. Uh, week four is behind us, and whew, what a thriller. Uh, let's talk about what happened. I guess there was a, a, a lot there, I suppose, just like there is every week. But I feel like I feel like this year... Just there's there's something to celebrate and something to be uh, totally anxious about every single gosh darn week, and uh, I'm loving it uh, personally. I hope you all are enjoying the season as well. Uh, starting off, uh, I got a win over Derek, so I'm three and one, 114 and 93. My team finally broke 100. Uh, it was the second highest scoring match for the week. I had Justin Herbert, uh, HN, Jacobs, and you know all do well. My new acquisition, Tank Dell, with two points. Huh, okay. I also left Justin Fields and DJ Moore on the bench, much to my detriment. I did not do that this week. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, Derek had CJ Stroud, who did awesome, and Ken Walker, who did great. And the Dallas D continues to be a cheat code with 30 freaking points in this league scoring. So Derek had 93 points in a loss, which is no slouch and would have beat many, many of the other teams. So one, two, three, four, five, six... Yeah, he would have beat at least half the teams uh, with that score. So, well done, Derek. Uh, Matt won out over Drew, 76-65. to 65. Uh, Russell Wilson had the rare good game for Matt. Uh, saved the W. And Jake Elliott with 18 points from the kicker position for Philly. So, well done, Matt. That's a great offense to be on. Drew, Joe Burrow, the story, the saga continues. Four points. Yikes. Uh, the bench could have saved him with some position plays, some swaps around uh, to get over that 76 from Matt, but uh, it's not Pell Road. You make the calls you got to make, and, uh, you know, just, just bum luck that time. Scott went out over Glenn, 86 to 46. As uh, I forget who pointed out, they each had two zeros, two bagels on their rosters. Scott still had 86. Uh, for Glenn's part, Mahomes only had 15 points over the New York Jets, CeeDee Lamb with 10. 46 ain't a great total, my friend. Pick it up. Uh, with Scott, Justin Jefferson with 20, Kyron Williams with 24. I have trade regrets over the trade I uh, turned down. Uh, I'm not very smart. Lamar Jackson with 31 points on the bench for Scott. Uh, would have boosted his score even more. Of course, a win is a win, and he got it over one of the worst scores of the year so far. Colin went out over Beach by one Freaking point on Sunday evening, 103 to 102. Uh, yet another thriller where it's come down to seemingly the last minute. Uh, Beach, uh, for his part, he had uh, Jalen Hurts with uh, 27. Derek Henry with 25, who used to be on my team. And Mark Andrews with 20, a really solid score, breaking 100. Colin had Josh Allen with 43 goddamn points uh, with uh, Baltimore D with 18. Uh, he won it with Harrison Butker uh, with 11 points. So, yeah, uh, sorry about the language. I guess I have an explicit tag on this podcast now, but uh, wow, 43 points is a lot. Uh, so, yeah, well done, Colin. Stays on top of the league. Uh, John won out over Tom, 88-64. to 64. Brock Purdy with 23 points. Bijan Robinson with 13, breaking his projection at least, even if underwhelming this season so far. 
For Tom's part, Puka Nakua had 22, uh, but Debo Samuel was entirely a decoy in the San Francisco game uh, with zero points. Dalvin Cook with only one point for the Jets. Nico Collins with 28 points on the bench. Could have got him the W had he started him, but uh, that's, uh, I mean, that's the game unfortunately. Pete won out over Craig, 129 to 93. Pete had A.J. Brown with 29, Stephon Diggs with 30, and his flex was uh, DeAndre Swift with 13, so he was doing real well. Even though he sat Anthony Richardson, who had 33 on the bench, it was better than his starting quarterback, Tua's uh, 15, but hey, he still got the dub. Uh, for Craig's part, Christian McCaffrey is just ridiculous. Um, 41 points also, tying that that uh, Josh Allen score I was just uh, blaspheming about. And uh, otherwise, his roster is not excelling. He's got T. Higgins with one point, Mike Evans with four points. David Montgomery uh, was excellent on Thursday night uh, with 32 points, but from the bench. So, um, yeah, Craig could have won had he been, played David Montgomery. But again, like I said, that is the game. So, uh, highest score of the week actually went to Pete with 129 points. Well done, Pete. Lowest score went to Glenn. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened. Uh, so, Parity Watch, uh, just sort of league standings. We still have five players at 3-1, and one, two players at 2-2, two and two, and the other five are at 1-3. and three. And it's a pretty decently even spread. Uh, i got to say, with Glenn's low score uh, this past week, this the spread between... Uh, Glenn's score and Colin's score is now nearly 200 points, but that just illustrates how ridiculous Colin has done in the past few weeks, and uh, and, and less to do with any huge awfulness from Glenn, but for you know his his performance this week. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. It's still a tight league, still still fun, still exciting, and every single game is uh, feels like it's swingy. Even the ones that I just listed that were kind of blowouts could have gone either way based on the start-sit decisions for, for the most part. So, yeah, uh, that's the game, and I love it here. Uh, week four, last week, some transactions of the week. Uh, honorable mentions, I think, are Derek Henry, uh, who Beach traded for with me. Um, I got Josh Jacobs, which wasn't bad, but Derek Henry seems to be resurgent, and I feel like a fool. Uh, Matt picking up Russell Wilson. And Derek picking up C.J. Stroud. You know, I think I'm going to have to give it to Matt on this one. Transactional last week. That Russell Wilson W uh, really put him over the top in terms of the win. And, uh, yeah, I think it was it was the right call at the right time. So, very impressive, Matt. Uh, talking about week five on the waiver wire, there wasn't a ton uh, of spending or at least, <clears throat> pardon me, um, at least it wasn't up to the previous two weeks. Of course, we now all have a lot less fab budget. Uh, Derek picked up Michael Wilson for 16. Scott picked up Jamison Williams for 16. Uh, Beach picked up Jaleel McLaughlin, the backup running back for Denver for 10. Now we're, we hear that uh, Javante Williams is back, so uh, maybe not so good. Derek also spent up getting Ezekiel Elliott for 10 of the Giants. And uh, Craig spent up on Sam Howell, who I think had a pretty good game. I, did, I haven't looked at the score yet. Um, for that player, but uh, for eight, Jahan Dotson got picked up by Colin for four, Hunter Henry by Tom for three, and uh, New England by Tom for two. So Tom spent a bit, uh, just a, just a little bit, um, but but some nice spends there. Uh, Pete picked up Tajay Spears and Rushy Rice uh, for a total of one dollar, one dollar on Spears, and uh, Matt picked up Kyle Pitts and a Minnesota D. Hmm. 
Uh, Scott picked up the Washington D. Whoops. And uh, Beach picked up Houston. Matt picked up Zach Ertz, who I think is a really good pickup, actually. Um, way underrated, given the bad team he plays for, the Arizona Cardinals. Scott got Tyler Conklin. And let's see, some other stuff, some kickers, some defense. But there was a trade that we got to talk about, which is Matt got Jalen Hurts from Beach, and Beach got Dak and Aaron Jones from Matt. Interesting trade. I always love a trade. Beach is now the only, or a party to all of the trades. 100% of the trades have gone down so far. Um, and Beach uh, let go of Marvin, Marvin Mims. Uh, figuring he's getting, uh, you know, Aaron Jones. Got to fill a, or lose a roster spot for that. But, uh, yeah, interesting. I think, it, you know, like, I hate to opine early on this stuff. Or rather, I'm going to couch it in terms of this is way too early to, to talk about. But Jalen Hurts has had a pretty good season. And he's on a really good team with a really good offense and really great weapons. Uh, I think Matt may have gotten the better of that trade. But it's always hard to tell because the Cowboys have an interesting schedule coming up. And Aaron Jones uh, seems like he's coming back from that injury just fine. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Very, very interesting. Colin picked up Javante Williams for 9 bucks in the uh, the second wave of fab bidding. I picked up the Philly D. Um, dropping Denver because, uh, and I may eat these words, I think Philly is a better defense than Denver. Uh, and then Scott sent... Zach Moss to waivers, which is interesting because Jonathan Taylor is back. And Scott now has Cooper Cup getting reactivated. Jonathan Taylor getting reactivated. It might take a week. It might even take two for those players to get back to, up to full strength. But Scott has played the long game. He picked up those players at a discount during our uh, salary cap draft. And we were all like, Scott, what are you doing? Uh, you know, But Scott has managed to be 3-1 and one without those players uh, playing. So, uh, and especially, I think Jonathan Taylor, I forget if he was even allowed to be on IR. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Scott, if, if, if these trends continue, Scott is going to be once again a force to be reckoned with. Uh, and I do, I, I mentioned this on the, on the group chat, but I wish him luck. You know, like, serious respect for playing that long game, and I hope things like re-injury, timeshares. Uh, for Jonathan Taylor, it could be a timeshare with Zach Moss. It could be the fact that Anthony Richardson is also a running quarterback and, and may not hand off to him as often. Uh, it may just be a different motivational uh, situation for him, too, being on the Colts when he doesn't really want to be. So, uh, yeah, I, I hope it works out. And uh, you, you did it. You made it to week five, Scott. Well, frickin' done. Uh, all right, so week five, let's talk about it. Uh, you know... Uh, nothing to nothing to see here. The uh, Bears played the uh, Commanders on Thursday night. Oh yeah, and uh, Justin Fields and DJ Moore. I played the stack. Justin Herbert being on by, and I have 81 points from two players in my matchup against Pete. And Pete has done some formidable uh, heckling and taunting about that, saying that I'm going to lose to his highest score of the week based on that. Uh, Yahoo projections, which are trash, uh, project me to have 132 points this week, which would be a pretty high score to beat. Uh, otherwise, uh, when we look at the projections, Craig seems to have done very well with, uh, did he pick up Jahan Dotson? I gotta look, hang on. Sorry, I'm clicking, I'm clicking. Oh, he had Sam Howell, sorry. He had Sam Howell who had 28 points in the, in that win. Or sorry, the, uh, the loss to the Chicago Bears, but a win for Craig. And otherwise, Beach had, oh, Terry McLaurin with four. 
Uh, Drew had Brian Robinson with four. And Scott had Khalil Herbert with seven, projected for seven. That was okay. But the Washington D, projected to have 11, only had negative one. So not great. He's up against Tom. We will see what happens there. Uh, listen, there's a lot of great football uh, to come tomorrow and Monday. It starts early with another London game. I think it's uh, Bills are, are playing in London against Jacksonville or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so if you are somebody who watches real football, uh, there's plenty of fun stuff to watch. If you're somebody who just watches the scores, there's a lot of great matchups to watch. And uh, I continue to enjoy the heck out of this league. Speaking of, let's talk about some real highlights that happened this week. Football and transactions are one thing, but gifts, videos, side bets are a much, much better thing. First of all, I think it is absolutely no contest as far as gift of the week, which isn't even a gift, but I think is a rare exception here. But to Derek, there were some crybaby type uh, gifts going to uh, going to Colin, I think, or, or something like that. Um, I forget even who it was to. It doesn't matter. Derek had a preloaded or founded video of his daughter, Vivian, who as an infant was just crying and crying and crying, and he took a little video it was like a premeditated moment that he got to just like send as a baby crying from real life. And I thought it was fantastic. Uh, otherwise, Glenn had a great video featuring his two sons, uh, Sebastian and Arlo, who uh, were the stars of the show. So Glenn had another one of these classic uh, put ingredients that aren't drink into a drink things. And Glenn had like, you know, it was like Gatorade powder and peanut butter and special K and stuff like that. But yet the, the, the special ingredients were all chosen by his kids. We each got to choose two. It all got mixed together. And then his kids proceeded to just roast him and heckle him while he was drinking this thing. And it was so fun. I, um, that is a dream of mine as a parent to be roasted by my kids in, in such a good-natured way. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope it felt good, man. Uh, I know the score probably didn't. But props to you for getting that video in, by the way. Uh, otherwise, uh, side bets, uh, Derek and Drew and uh, Glenn have made a side bet. Lowest place manager at the midway point of the season, end of week eight, has a TBD punishment, a mystery box punishment, to be determined by the higher place managers. Um, so I, it's it's some kind of side bet, trying not to be the worst of the three, which, you know, sometimes uh, when you're being chased by a bear, you only have to be faster than the people next to you. So this is one of these situations I wish all of you very, very well. So with that, uh, I'm going to let you go and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the fantasy football. And we'll come back to you next week with what happens next. See ya.